And welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're having another great day today. Wow, you know, this is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice in it. Um, it's your opportunity to decide what you want to do with this day. What I love about it, God has made us kings and priests, according to Revelations, right? And therefore, he's given us authority to rule over the night and the day. He's given us authority to rule in our life, and you have that authority. We don't have to wait on nothing. We don't have to wait on no one. We have to hear and obey Yahweh, walk in his presence, and know who we are seated in Christ Yeshua. And so I want to bring you back into the word. I want to go all the way back to Numbers chapter 13 in just a moment because I'm talking about something very important, passion and focus. It's more spiritual than you can imagine. I am not a, uh, what do you call it, a motivational speaker, though sometimes my things are, that I speak are motivational, but that's not the essence of the focus or the passion, <laughs> no point intended, right, of why I teach what I teach and what I teach. My desire is to get you to live a life in the consciousness of Elohim. And the consciousness of the yod hey va hey, the consciousness of being seated in Yeshua the Christ, the blood covenant, the full measure of salvation, as much as we know up to this point in our lives, the full measure of Jesus Christ, as much as we know, and the full measure of the Holy Ghost. And so therefore, as I'm encouraging you in this, I want you to think about passion and focus because it is the ruler stick that guides your life. Now, don't get me wrong. Your mouth is the rudder. The more and more the Lord keeps speaking to me about this, the mouth is the rudder. Say you have this big, big ship. Think of uh, like a, you know, a big um, ship that has all kind of people, pleasure ship, you know, a cruise ship, big old cruise ship, right? And you see how big it is. But if you look at that little tiny rudder, it steers that ship left and right and wherever it needs to go. Well, that is the mouth, okay? And the mouth comes from the abundance of the heart. But the heart is going to get itself from sight and perspective, which will cause passion and focus, which will cause action. That's in everything. That's in the world system. And in the heavenly system. Oh, you mean that those things are evolving to spiritual things? No, they are already spiritual. We have to uh, add them to our natural realm because Yahweh already goes by sight and his perspective, passion and his focus. And out of that causes an action. Even Paul says, you show me and talk to me about your faith, but I will show you my faith by my actions. Why? Actions are birthed out of passion and your focus. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of times we are doing stuff. We're doing actions without passion, without focus. And that's when it's drudgery. That's when it's misery. That's when it's, oh, my God, I got to go to work again. Oh, my God, I got to go deal with this situation again. You ever felt like that? Oh, my God, I got to go deal with this circumstance again. Or, oh, I got to get out there and get it again. Why? Because there's no passion and, and focus because they haven't, they've lost sight of the prize. If you lose sight of the prize, then there's no passion or focus. See, and that's what happens in our Christian walk. 
we can be going on and just hallelujah, right? All kind of circumstances and situations will come and join our life, add themselves to our life, right? And kind of distract our life. And then all of a sudden we find ourselves doing duty, doing a repetition, uh, just doing the same old thing over and over and over because, oh, I have to go to this job. I have to make money. Uh, I have to talk to this person because I'm in some type of relationship. Uh, I, I need to go pray because, you know, I'm supposed to go pray. Oh, I got to go to church. I'm rushing to go to church, man. I got to go to church, deal with all this stuff. Everything becomes a duty responsibility instead of passion, instead of it being a focus because of the sight and the perspective of the end result got lost and got muttered in their life's way. This happens to everyone in some area of their life. It happens to us in our health. How many times, you know, uh, we just, oh, well, we eat because we like that or we eat because we do that. We, we don't have the passion or focus, at least for myself. This is what I went through uh, for 20 years. Um, my passion, well, maybe I did have passion and focus for steak and potato and uh, chocolate ganache, and <laughs> right? So, I mean, maybe I really did have passion and focus. But what I should have had passion and focus on was health and long living and taking care of this temple because the temple is the body of Christ. Therefore, the Holy Spirit can dwell in me and I can have a long life because without my natural existence, I can't be a direct effect in the earth. And I still want to be a direct effect in the earth. So these are how these things happen. So let's go to the word. I want to go and read. We're talking about the spies that Moses sent into um, Josh, you know, not until Joshua and to the promised land. When they returned from spying out the land at the end of the 40 days. Now they've sent these spies to go spy out the promised land, Jericho within the walls, right? And the sea, is this the promised land? That at this point they have passion and they have focus they have a sight and perspective. They've seen this beautiful land. They're hearing about it. God promised it would be milk and honey. And they look in and they see these walls that are gigantic. And then they go in and see. Let's see what happens. They proceed to come to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregations of the son of Israel and the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. And they, will, they brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. I love this part. Thus they told him and said, we went into the land where you sent us and it certainly does flow with milk and honey and its fruit. I mean, right away, they're prophesying, declaring, this is the place of Yahweh. It is the land of milk and flowing. You ever get a prophetic word? You ever get a word spoken to you? You ever get something in your heart or a dream? And it looks like it's the, the certainly it flows with milk and honey. It's the land of promise. Okay. But nevertheless, uh-oh, this is what happens to our sight and perspective that can rob you out of your passion and rob you out of your focus. Nevertheless, the people who lived in the land are strong and the cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Agnok 
and Amalekai is living in the land. The Hittites are there. Jebusites are there. The Amorites are there. They're living in the hill country. The Canaanites are living by the sea, and they live by Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, We should by all means go up and take possession of it, for we shall surely overcome it. I love Caleb. I mean, his passion and focus superseded that the taking of the promised land came with opposition. Can you get an amen to me? The taking of your promised land, going into the mysteries, going into the secrets, going into a better life, going into the word of the Lord comes with opposition. I've never seen the word of the Lord easy peasy. It just don't work that way. I don't understand why it don't work that way. I wish it worked that way, but it's never, at least in my life, I've never seen the word of the Lord easy peasy. I've seen some smooth times, some shalom times, some peaceful times, but in that there was always those protecting the treasures that Yahweh wanted me to have. It seems like the wrong authority is always trying to protect the treasures that belongs to you. And so, but Caleb, man of faith, man, he just rose up and said, look, we're going to do this. Why? Because he was thinking automatically his sight and perspective was that the same God that led him there was the same God that opened up the Red Sea, the same God that set him free out of bondage for over 400 years. Come on, that's got to be fresh in your mind, right? But the men who gone up said, we are not able to go against these people for they are too strong for us. So they gave out of the sons of Israel a bad report on the land which they had spied. The land through which they had gone. This is their promised land. And the spying it out, the land and it devours the inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw are in the man of giant size. These are huge people. They also saw the Nephilim and became like grasshoppers in our own sight. So we were in their sight. Sight and perspective took out their passion and their focus for the word of the Lord, for what Yahweh had for them. See, this is what happens in life. Yahweh gives you a promise. Yahweh gives you a word. And if the sight does not stay like Caleb, focus on what God's capable of doing, that there's nothing bigger than the Lord. Or basically the passion of what God gave you when he gave you that word. Or it has, it, that's in everything. That's in your job, relationships, friendships, uh, financial investments, you name it. We begin to lose passion. We begin to lose sight. We begin to lose perspective. Then we'll begin to lose focus. And then all of a sudden, Oh, the price is too hard. The price costs too much. It's just not worth it. We can't do it. We are like grasshoppers. But Yahweh says to go engage Holy Spirit over your sight and perspective and over your passion and your focus because your passion and your focus will cause you actions to your destiny. Well, this is Sagima Bay. I'll see you in your future. Shalom.